Welcome to Leaning Forward. I'm your host, Andrew Thorpe. If you're invited by someone to tell me about yourself, it's tempting to launch into a chronological sequence of I was born in, I lived there for 15 years, then we moved to... It's all very listy, and if you keep on that path, you might find that the person you're with looks at their watch and says, goodness me, is that the time? A better approach is to focus on key moments in your life. Zero in on a turning point of some kind. It's often something small, which later turns out to be rather consequential. Here's an example from my own life story, which I shared in a recent storytelling initiative by Stefano Capaccioni and Cyan Cardi. I think one of the interesting things about storytelling is how it's often the smaller experiences that make the best stories. They often have the biggest impact on on our lives, depending on the context in which they happen. And I remember a number of years ago, I had an an interesting experience in in Starbucks in Piccadilly Railway Station in Manchester. Um, At the time, I was in the process of reinventing myself after a um, the ending of a difficult business partnership and, you know, going through a divorce and <clears throat> and actually being broke uh, and not in a great place in many respects. And, and But I'd always had this dream to become a, a speaker, a professional speaker. Um, and at that time, I was struggling to achieve this ambition. You know, I was making very little money. I was under pressure from numerous sources to just ditch this ridiculous idea and, and just get a job. Um, But I was encouraged by an experienced consultant who happened to be based, I think he was based in in Liverpool in the UK, and he took some time out to sit with me in Starbucks and and give me some reassurance that maybe I had something to offer, some prospect to achieve my, uh, my dream. And he asked me an interesting question. He said, who's shaped your thinking? Who's um, influenced you? Um, you know, who's maybe sort of um, helped shape your beliefs and values in things? And I thought for a moment and I I sort of reeled off one or two names like uh, Sir Ken Robinson, who gave that very famous TED talk. uh, Brené Brown, who equally I came across through TED, Simon Sinek similarly. um, And I also mentioned Malcolm Gladwell. Now, Malcolm Gladwell is one of my heroes. He's a fantastic writer, uh, writes for the New Yorker magazine, amongst others, um, and is the author of a number of best-selling books around, typically around sort of human behavior or just topics that interest him, things like The Tipping Point and Blink and Outliers. And Gladwell, um, I think he lives in New York City and he travels all over the world. He's, He's very well known now and extremely wealthy, I suspect, by now, having sold all those books. So can you imagine my shock when, as soon as I mentioned his name, he walked in to the cafe in Manchester where I was was sitting with my friend? And I thought, what are the odds of that happening? It's it's a bit like us talking about JK, sorry, talking about Harry Potter and JK Rowling walking in. So I was a little bit temporarily, um, you know, nonplussed by this 
Uh, and my friend said, go and say hello to him. And I said, oh, I don't like to bother famous people in public places. And he said, don't be ridiculous. You may never get the chance to meet him again. Go and say hello. So I walked up to Malcolm Gladwell as he's ordering his, his latte at the, at the counter. And I kind of came across all Kathy Bates from that film Misery. You know, I'm your number one fan, a crazed fan. And fortunately, he didn't run off when I asked him, you know, why are you here? I'm a big fan of yours and so forth. And it, it turned out that the reason he was there was because he was he was speaking at Manchester Business School that evening um, alongside Daniel Goldman, the emotional intelligence guru. So that was it. That was the explanation. But of course, I, I, this was an extraordinary moment of serendipity for me because I, I felt, well, someone's sending me a sign here that I, I need to keep going, despite the fact that things weren't going very well in those early days. Um, and in the end, I did manage to achieve my ambition to earn a living, not not just, not just as a, a speaker, but also a trainer and a consultant, which is what I do now. And I think back to that experience with 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 Gladwell and there is actually a little sort of epilogue to this story as well because a number of years later uh, in fact it was probably about four years ago now at the time that I'm speaking and I was the guest speaker at Manchester Business School I'd managed to convince them that I had something to offer (laughs) and and they asked me if I would come along and speak and I told this same story uh, at that event about meeting Malcolm Gladwell in the in the in the Starbucks store and uh, lo and behold, a lady, a lady put her hand up and she said, I organized that conference that he spoke at. And it really struck me that, that when you share a story and, and, and do what, what Stefano has, has started to do here in, in uh, sort of archiving or accumulating stories, it's extraordinary that they're like tentacles that, that are put out into the world. You don't know how people are going to latch onto them. So in that sense, they are the most extraordinary tool of connectivity, of creating connections that you couldn't anticipate as a speaker. But I think the second thing is to reverse back to what I said initially is that a lot of people say, well, I don't have any stories. And I think I've heard Stefano talk about this as well. I don't really have any stories. And you do. You have loads of stories and you tell them every day to your partner, to your friends, to your relatives. And, you know, what have you been up to today? Oh, I, I went to the supermarket today and this funny thing happened. So don't think that you need to have something big and chunky like winning an Olympic medal or climbing Everest to, to, to share with people. It's the small experiences and the particular context in which they happen that I think are so important.